Hey, and welcome back to the Copywriting Black Book Podcast. My name is John Workman. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I'm in the home office today. So hopefully, and I'm using my good microphone, not just talking in my phone. So hopefully this, uh, this episode sounds a little better. Uh, maybe it sounds a little more professional for those of you who don't like the, like the recording in the car, but, uh, let's face it. It's easy. <laughs> it's a lot easier than having to get a, a whole studio set up and, and, uh, do all the, do all the fancy stuff, um, just to get the, get the message out. But, um, thought I would take the time since this is episode 50 of the copywriting black book podcast uh, to go over some of the lessons that I've shared with you, some of the some of the things that I've learned <clears throat> over the last uh, 49 episodes, and uh, just kind of make a greatest hits list for you, I guess. I don't know how else to how else to put it. Um, where I am at home, you might hear the kids in the background. Um, I've I've worried about that in the past with some of the podcasts I've done because of you know. It's not professional to hear things going on in the background, but you know what? I'm home I'm with my family, and uh, I want you to feel like you can uh, know that I'm just a regular person. <laughs> uh, not that you ever thought anything different, but um, I've got a family. I'm here spending time, love them, love being around them, and uh, so you might hear them in the in the background. So, um, but yeah, let's talk about. Um, 10 lessons that um, I've shared with you that I've learned over the past 49 episodes that uh, can really help your help your copy. One of the reasons I want to do this is because some sometimes people have a hard time um, understanding the lessons that are being told when when I'm telling stories and not coming straight out and just saying, okay, you're going to do this in your copy. Um, sometimes people have a hard time, which I wouldn't expect um, many copywriters to have a problem with that because they, you, you have creative imaginations and creative minds and you know how to, how to take care of this stuff. But sometimes there are those entrepreneurs or marketers out there that, that struggle with the creativity side of things. And, you know, that's why they, they come and listen to these types of podcasts to, to help help out with that. So I just want to go over what I think are like the top 10 um, lessons from the last 49 episodes. I'm not saying don't listen to all 49 of them, but if you're just starting to join us here um, and you're listening to this episode, then this will kind of give you maybe some that you want to jump to and uh, and listen that can really help you. So, And I'm going to give these to you not in any specific order um, because I don't think one is more important than the other, um, but they're definitely they're definitely all important. And definitely something that you should uh, you should study. So so let's get going with this. So episode number one, or sorry, lesson number one, um, comes from two episodes actually. Episode number four and episode number thirty, and that's to write on a low grade level. We have a tendency to write on want to write on high grade levels because we think it makes us sound smart and like we're experts, but in reality, it just confuses our listeners or our, confuses our, our readers, our clients, our customers, <clears throat> and then they won't take action. Lesson number two um, comes from episode number nine, and that's not asking for a sale in every single email. Uh, people get scared. If I ask for a sale in every single email, people will get 
they will get mad and they'll get angry and they'll leave my list. And well, to be quite honest with you, you want them to leave your list if they're not okay with you asking for a sale. That's the whole reason you're in business. Yes, it's there to help them, but you need to get paid for the work that you do. So you need to be asking for a sale in every email, whether that's an actual sell for dollar bills or if you're trying to get them to go to a podcast episode or a YouTube video or your social media, always have that call to action that's asking for a sell. Okay, lesson number three comes from episode 16. No one needs what you're selling. So in reality, nobody needs what any of us are selling. We just simply need a roof over our heads, um, a fire to keep us warm, and a dead squirrel that we can cook and eat. That's really what it comes down to. Everything else is just extra. So you need to find a way to help your customers or clients or potential customers and clients fill the need for what your this product or service that you're selling. So that's where your creativity needs to come in and figure out how to honestly and ethically um, sell um, what you have as a need and not just as a want. You can hear I got more kids coming in. <laughs> so lesson number four comes from episode 20 which is don't make you make their decisions for them. Sometimes we have a tendency to write the way that we buy or the way that we sell, um, thinking that our customers or clients are actually do their purchasing the same way we do. And so we might think, well, they won't like this or they won't like that. Present it to them and let them make the decision to see if that's really something that they want. Don't make the decision for them. Present them with all the facts, the, the benefits, features and benefits, and let them make that decision. Um, don't let it stop you from publishing your email, your blog, your um, sales letter, um, thinking that they're not going to buy it. Okay, um, lesson five is from episode number 24, start with the end in mind. Always know what action you're wanting them to take when they get to the end of your end of your sales piece, whether it's clicking a link to go to your website, um, going to YouTube, going to to a podcast, or or taking them to your product page to get them to push the purchase button. Always know what you want them to do first, and then you can start um, leading them down that path um, to get them there. So start with the end in mind. All right, uh, lesson number six comes from episode thirty-one. Um, everything th everybody thinks they're special. And not necessarily in a good way. Um, everybody thinks they're special in that your product or your service can help everybody but them. And so this is actually going to tie in a little bit with lesson number 10 um, as I'm looking at my list here. But everybody's going to think that they're special in the fact that you can't help them. You can help everybody else, but you can't help them. So you need to lay out um, the reasons why you can help them regardless of who they are, where they live. Um, what circumstances they find themselves in. Uh, or lesson number seven is episode 35. Um, how is your message to market? I just was had a friend tell me that he was at a, a sales conference and the person that was putting on the sales conference had a 70% close rate on a $5,000 coaching program, which is pretty phenomenal. Wasn't a large crowd. Um, which probably helped a little bit, but more so his message to market was spot on. He had the right people at his conference and then he had um, the right message for them while they were there 
so that um, he was able to make more sales easier because his message to market was right on. So episode 35, message to market. Um, let's see. Lesson number eight is actually several lessons, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna review these specifically, but I'll invite you to go to lessons or episodes 40, 41, and 42. I went on a backpacking trip with my son and learned uh, a lot of lessons actually that can be applied directly to your copywriting. So check out episodes 40, 41, and 42, and you can get the the lessons that I had at uh, from camp. Um, Lesson number nine is from episode 28, and that was a question from a listener, and that was, do you need a degree to become a copywriter? copywriter?" And, of course, my answer is no. You just need to know how to work, know how to write, and know how to persuade people to do something, and that will get you there. But uh, you can get my full thoughts in episode 28. And then, of course, lesson number 10 was the episode just before this that I published about presuppositions. Like I said in uh, episode 31, everybody thinks they're special, but everyone's going to have presuppositions about your product. They're going to have presuppositions about themselves, and those presuppositions are going to stop them from purchasing your product or service. So make sure that you're answering questions through your copy. Make sure you're breaking down concerns that uh, your readers might have um, because as you do so uh, it will it will bring them closer to trusting you and having a better understanding of exactly how your your uh, product or service can help them so I think that's it I think those are the top 10 lessons from the last 49 episodes that I want to share with you um, I think that's really a really good recap And, of course, I'm going to say go listen to all 49 because I think they all have great lessons. But uh, if you want somewhere to start, um, hit that up. Hit those those 10 or 11 episodes up and uh, see what you think. Um, And we're just going to keep rolling with this. I got another good episode idea for tomorrow, episode 51, which is another lesson I learned out at the air show last weekend. Um, And this one's one's a doozy. (laughs) This one's a good one. So... Um, With that, I'm going to sign off, Um, head over to thecopywritinglab.com, check that out. Still working on the five-day copy cleanup challenge that I'm going to share with you guys, so keep an eye out for that. As soon as it's ready to go, um, I will let you know. So thanks again for tuning in, and until next time, we'll, uh, we'll talk to you later.